Hey. Hey. Hi, this is your girl Shay Speaks, and you already know uniquely she in the building. Yes, I am. And we are the host of the Unapologetic Podcast. I mean, what the hell? Okay, yep, let's start over. This is your girl Shay Speaks, and uniquely she and we are your hosts for the unapologetically dripped podcast yes and we here to shit the chat literally yep this is our first episode and so we ask that you not be too harsh on us. We hope that you enjoy this because it's really, it's really gonna be some real talk. And yeah, this podcast is about like real talk, everyday life, hypothetical things, all anything you can think about from laughter to getting deep, and all of that. That's what we're here for. Most definitely, just don't come. This my first time ever doing something like this. So. <laughs> I'm a newbie. I'm a newbie, y'all. And it is. I'm not a newbie. I've done a few podcasting before. So I'm just, I'm excited about doing one that's strictly from our brains. Yeah, most, yeah I would agree. Okay. So with, with that being said, tonight's episode and what we want to talk about um, we're gonna try to make it some laughs and stuff being there. However, it's some stuff that kind of took place that you know I just kind of want to talk about. Um, and since we are in this day and age, I do want to, and with this whole thing going on, I would like to talk about Corona and how are we protecting ourselves from it, and what are some things that you see that have been affecting you like you in the way like how you see you know okay let me go into details it's people out here like with corona how it affects me i have to stay in the house all the time i'm in a wheelchair i have a weakened immune system it is not safe for me to go outside it's really not safe for anybody to just be outside right now right so with that being said like i try to take precautions and now I'm trying to get a little bit loose because it's been, okay, wheelchair life. I've been in the house since August because I had a car wreck in August that totaled out my car, right? And when Corona ended up hitting, now a lot of people are having to deal with things that you and I deal with on a, yes, on a regular yes. basis. Under, yes. True, true be told. And then, like, I, I just feel like it, it really got to me when it started because I'm like, it really didn't affect me. But actually seeing the world and how they reacted to it, I'm like, little do you know, this not like it's not really bothering me in a way because it's certain things about it that I'm just so used to. It's right. You know, not not being weird or not being strange when I say this, but I'm used to just being in the shell. Like I, I'm used to being an eyeball out the group or, or just want to stay to myself. Mm-hmm. 
and that's where I'm most comfortable. Right. And with me, it ain't even about like the shell, but it's the whole thing of okay, we're in the house, right? Because usually we we did have the option of having just to be free on whether we want to go out or not. And if you went out nine times out of ten, well, not nine times out of ten, because anything can happen at any given moment, but you were safer then than you are now, because then it was you could it's just like things can happen, like you can end up in a car wreck or something like that, just stuff that that can happen on the regular. But this is dang, if I really go outside, it's a great chance I could end up with Corona. And the reason why I feel like this is stuff that we've been going through as people in wheelchair is wheelchairs is because like when my car was totaled, I had to be in the house. And then when Corona hit, everybody they shut everything down. Everybody gotta be in the house. Yeah, so you had no choice. Right, and when people reacted to it, the way they reacted to it was like, man, give us our freedom. Give us our freedom. I'm looking like, do y'all not realize there's people out here who've been in the house because they don't have a choice? Like, they are, like like I said, we in wheelchairs. They don't live on the bus line, so they don't have, they have to be at home. So y'all are mad about something that is, possibly a very temporary situation because we at the at the time we didn't know how long corona was gonna last they thought it was gonna be maybe three months and that was it and i'm looking like y'all can't sit in the house for three months when there's people out here who gotta sit in there for a long time that's easy for us right and i be i also think about the incarcerated because they have this like one that get told we still have some freedom. We don't have we don't get told what to do in our own houses. We still get up, can go watch TV when we want to, do whatever we want to do inside our houses, but the people who are incarcerated can't. And the reason why I do feel a way about them is because they're still people, one, but two, a lot, most of the people who are, are incarcerated are in there for false falsely accused things. So I feel bad for them as well too. And they kind of get treated like animals. I ain't never been to jail, but I just heard stories. So don't quote me on it. Girl, I have and I wasn't too happy with the situation. But I mean, I I definitely agree with you to a certain point, because I mean, being incarcerated is a whole nother level from what the people actually see with dealing with. Uh, dealing with the virus or whatever, and then not only uh, us being in wheelchairs, I, I'm I don't want to say this the wrong way or let y'all get the wrong understanding, but we've been comfortable being by ourselves. Yeah, literally, we we I feel like some of us, not all, is okay with staying in the house and like finding happiness or fun or joy or whatever within ourselves yep. or within the walls that we in. Mm-hmm. You just brought something up that I had said earlier to somebody. Girl, don't I always? <laughs> <laughs> you do. It was um, I was telling them about me like 
the dating thing, I was like, I said, what is sad is y'all don't even realize how good y'all got it. Like, you can get up, you can walk to wherever you need to go. You just, you got to find a drive. You got to find the happiness with inside yourself and make some stuff pop. Kick the dough in. Uh, and I was yeah. just saying, my thing is, like, with relationships and stuff, I'm like, you could get a relationship if you build your confidence and stuff up. I'm like, us, I said, with me, when I have to talk to a dude and try to open myself back up, I have to literally have the conversation of, I'm, I'm in a wheelchair, break some of the stuff about the wheelchair down and ask, do you think you'll be able to deal, handle wheelchair lifestyle? Because it ain't easy, and whoever you get with has to, that is a part of now their lifestyle. So I said, even the fact that that, isn't, that even has to roll off my tongue, and I have to give that disclaimer out about dating a person, I said, y'all need to realize how blessed y'all actually are. Yeah, most definitely, because you got to learn how to adapt with their needs and their lifestyles and what they can and can't do. Like, it's a lot. No lie. It's mm -hmm. definitely a lot. And we are very strong people, and both of us are very independent. So it's not as much as people think it actually is, but it is still a lot because, well, compared to the walking world and what they have going on, because it, this my thing with it, right? Is it's like people. Some people are don't realize that they think, oh, you you're dealing with a wheelchair, right? That's what they think. Oh, well, you're just dealing with a wheelchair. No, it's not just a wheelchair. I'm also dealing with everyday things, just like the walking people. When I got bills, I got stress. I got. Do am I gonna get fired today? Am I not gonna? Oh, girl, girl, girl! You just hit a button. What? No. And then another thing I definitely want to point out is dating somebody in a wheelchair or seeing somebody attractive or whatever you're trying to do, holler, talk, game, whatever it is. I don't know. That ain't my business. But one thing I do want to say is, and I hear this so often where I'm from like why is it that people think that just because you dating somebody in a wheelchair you gotta be their maid right or you gotta always take care of them no baby that's not how it works exactly it's not because believe it or not most of us are independent enough to within our journey to grasp hold what we can and can't exactly. do. And believe it or not, most of us are not insecure. Mm -hmm. If anything, I know it's been a lot of times, like, I'll be on about doing my thing. Mm -hmm. And somebody asked me, like, uh, excuse me, do you need help? Or uh, can I get this for you? Sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, yeah, no problem. But believe it or not, no, I got it. I'm cool. Right. And I, I'm not even being aggressive. I'm, I'm just like, I, I got it such in my mind where that's how people come off at me. And I feel like that's that ain't right. To me, I feel like some people are genuine when they ask you, do you need some help? Like, that's just like a man opening the door for a woman to me. I don't mind that at all. Thank you for offering your help to me. I don't. 
Because there's people out here who get mad at people for offering them help. And it's just like, no, I understand where they're coming from. But also, we now, if something on the top of a shelf or something, I can't reach it, yeah, I'm going to want you to ask me for help. And I'm going to get mad yeah. if you walk <laughs> by me and you ain't offer me no dang on help. So that's why I don't mind people asking because I understand that the walking world may not realize um what you actually have going on oh lord the walking world may not actually realize what you actually have going on you know what i'm saying we yeah um, they don't like they can't decipher well should i ask them for help i mean if they need any help they look like they got it but then what if they don't have it so that's why i don't mind because they probably second guessing themselves not realizing what do I ask for help with? Like, I don't. I mean, and I'm not even gonna say I'm against mm-hmm. it, but it's just uh, in a way that I believe. Let me try first. Yeah, me too. I'm one of those people, and I think I let me from see that mother. I can pay effort to. Right. I've always been a strong person, but when I got into the wheelchair, my mama, when I would ask her, "Hey, can you help me?" Or can you do this? Or can you do that? She was always say, let me see you try first. And if you can't do it, I'll help you. But the next time you try to do that, you need to do the same thing. I still want to see you try again and again and again until you finally get it. And the wheelchair life, it is, it's just your new normal. All you're doing is figuring out how to do things a different way. Walking is very overrated. Yeah, but however, with that being said, it still upsets me when people are lazy and they say things like that. I think that is so rude for people who who can walk and have their full body function to come to a will a person in a wheelchair. Because I don't know if this has happened to you, but it's happened to me on several different occasions. And say, I wish I was in a wheelchair. I'm lazy. I do not like walking. And I be looking like, do you not realize what your blessing is? What's wrong with you? Exactly, girl. I ain't even going to say I hear that often, but I don't heard it a time or two. And then no lie, like in my head, I'm thinking like, now what in the world will make them say Exactly. What made you say that? I'm lazy. I don't want. Do you know what I would give for my legs to be back? What I hear. Do you know what I'll be doing if body, I? But they just don't want. Girl, me. say that. <laughs> say that. <laughs> they just don't move when I tell them to. They be spazzing sometimes and moving when they want to, and I be getting mad. Like, nah, don't move now. <laughs> But also, I think some people in wheelchairs have some of the greatest personalities. Yeah, most definitely. I believe that also. Yeah, Not even just wheelchairs, just handicap abilities. I can't stand the word disabilities or handicap. So handicap abilities. Me either, girl. I do not like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Uh, let's see. What else? Because it, it's a few things I want to talk about. Tonight. Being responsible. Oh my gosh, because that comes with wheelchair life, but it also is a, a a walking world thing too. And I'm realizing there ain't so many responsible people out here. I'll just be looking like, what is wrong with y'all? 
Y'all don't know how to, one, some of the things are prioritizing. They don't know how to prioritize their lives. Um, like with us, we, to me, we really don't have, okay, now nah, that's a lie. Because I was just about to say, we really don't have a choice but to be responsible. But I didn't have my days where I was not responsible. Yeah, and believe, baby, I don't met some people that just not there yet. Right, me too. Yeah, I done had some days where it's like, hold on, let me back up. Because where I'm finna go to, I need to make this disclaimer. Some, a lot of people think because you're in a wheelchair, you don't have a life, and that you're at home a lot and stuff. But before Corona hit, well, before that car accident hit, because that happened before Corona. But before then, I was driving and I was gone all the time, having the time of my life turned all the way up, all the time, because I'm turned up in the house and I be turned up outside the house. That's just my personality. But with that being said, I had days where I was not responsible. However, I I am glad that I was younger, but I believe at a yeah. certain age, we know better. And we have to, go, and also with that being said too, we know better. And also, our friends should know better. If we tripping, our friends need to step up and say something to us, hold us accountable for our actions, and we need to do the same for them. I don't care how yeah. much we don't like confrontation. Who the heck does? Well, there's some people out there who do who do like it, but most most healthy people who the heck like confrontation. Nobody wants to argue with, especially not with a friend or a family member. But to me, I rather I rather argue with a friend and hold them accountable for that action, such as things like, especially things like drinking and driving, or you know, different stuff, dangerous stuff like that. It's like that's a lot. And it's a lot of consequences that can come behind things like that. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And then, like, no lie. I, I of course, unlike Shay, <laughs> I don't have a car. Mm. But I'm used to, um, I'm used to the bus and other Lyft and Uber and all that. So I know my way around. Right. Because, but at the same time, I can agree with you to some point because I be up with my kids and I like the crap I'll be seeing like downtown or on the highway or just anywhere. But I think the last situation, it was like an incident on the bus. Mm-hmm. And when I say like some kids, it was like some teenagers. They were speeding. When I say they were speeding so fast, the whole bus tipped over and oh, caught wow. fire. Yes, girl. I said, I don't play about that. And then that, that scared me in a way. But then again, it motivates me too. Because like, tell you, it's about that time you get your own whip, your own thing. Yeah. That's just outrageous. Though it still scares me to even be put in that uh, in that situation to drive be driving myself mm-hmm. because I I always feel like okay this is new to me yeah and I know like when something usually new and I like it 
I'm gonna get excited. Mm-hmm. And I don't wanna have too much, like, I don't wanna let my excitement get the most of me. I mean, I'm gonna so, tell like, you, somebody who's been driving for a while, I was very excited. I was very excited. And I'm gonna be honest with you, even though I done been in the car wreck since, not my fault, but it's been in the car wreck since, I, my excitement has not gone down yet. And it has been years. Because it's, one, it's your independence. Two, you get to listen to your music out loud and sing it yes. out loud. Yes. And three, you move in the way you want to move. You don't have to wait on anybody. You don't have to, the bus and stuff. You, you ain't get rained on and poured on like that. Because I used to catch the bus as well. And I was used to it, but after a while it gets tiring. Especially it do. they don't really lock your churls do. down like they supposed to. And hey man, girl, girl can you say that? Be sliding all over the doggone place. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, like some of, some of the bus drivers, I give kudos to because they be on their stuff. But some of them, I don't know what they be going through before they go to work. But I'd be like, well, they ain't, don't take it out. Of you. I'm on this bus, baby. Right. Exactly. And how long? It was, I wanted to back up because you was like, you, uh, I be with my kids. So, um, with that being said, like one, also, I think that driving will give you more. I think it will make it easier for you because I do see people with kids in wheelchairs and be driving and breaking their chairs down and all this stuff. But, I mean, yeah, believe it or not, like, no lie, one day, I believe one day I was with my dad and we had had a whole conversation about this and everything. But I remember uh, a couple of days later, I was just sitting in his car, and I was just thinking about, like, if this was actually my car, how would I put my stuff in there, my kids in there, and then we'd be off on the road. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was, like, so exciting to actually think about, mm-hmm. but I think it's really going to hit me when it actually happened. Right. And Okay, how do you... I, I'm not a mother, and... So I be I'm curious about motherhood inside of a wheelchair. Okay. Do you think that is? I I mean I'm pretty sure it's very different. But what are some of the things that you go through? Like how was even the pregnancy? Let's just start there. Well, if you don't mind, because I don't know how open you are to talking about that. Okay, I would say the pregnancy. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it was, like, something scary for me, or mm-hmm. I mean, of course, for every parent, they're going to be a little scared having their first child. So, yeah, yeah, believe it or not, my first child, I was a bit scared on, like, as far as emotions and if I'm ready and I, everything else. But overall, it's not really as as deep as they make it seem. I mean, of course, yeah, you got a whole baby in you. Uh, it would it would be, I ain't gonna lie, it was certain situations where, like, you know, you're dealing with uh, your hormones yeah. and eating certain foods. And one thing, I'll tell you, one thing I did not like about the whole pregnancy thing and, and the, uh, am I having a disability mm-hmm. was 
like certain foods you eat. They 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 always tell me something about water and salt in my legs and this yeah. and the third. And that be tripping me out already. I don't yeah. like hearing it. When they when I be hearing that from the doctor, I'm like, hey bro, I ain't got time. But then um, again, it's also how you gonna something to think about. I ain't got time to the doctor. Huh? I said, how you gonna A, I ain't got time I mean, to the doctor? I, I'm not really saying A, I ain't got time, I but know. they know, they know what I mean. Like, they know what I mean when I give them that look like, you told me this already. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm still trying to figure out what is it. Sometimes they say water, sometimes they say salt, and it's just like, I don't even eat that much salt like what's going on right and then that got me wanting to do a lot more research but to to bag up and go back to what you uh asked as far as the legs and the hormones Mm -hmm. i mean not not the legs and hormones Mm -hmm. the legs and like like certain stuff you eat it affected my legs a lot of way by like swelling and yeah. I tell you, that's one thing I did not like. Yeah. Mine, mine swell. If I just, if I sit too long, mine will swell. Um, so, yeah, I, I get that. It hurts. But you you are one who can, you can still get up a little bit, right? Yeah. And I, I was just about to add on to that. Like, uh, dealing with, like, my feet being swell and all that, it was sometimes hurt to get up because it's like I got cankles like what am I gonna do like I'm not I'm not trying to roll over and like get up and fall back down right and then like it would be so stressful sometimes but I learned how to deal with it I learned how to cope it out and uh and not make it so stressful for myself and then of course now I have two kids and Mm -hmm. My oldest, she she helps out a lot. She she thinks she's superwoman, and literally <laughs> she is my superwoman. I like that. I love that. Cause you be like, "Mommy, you got it. Mm-hmm. You need help." I'm like, I got it. But then, no lie, when I really be needing help, like I ask her to do like the littlest thing, like. Uh, can you scoot the wheelchair over or can you move this and move that? And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she go off doing her thing. But I tell you now, not being pregnant mm-hmm. and having my son, which is only two. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He is there every second, every minute. He see me fall or or I, I could just be standing up. And, Mommy, you okay? Yeah. You got it? You I, need my help? Sweet. And then, like, that, that goes into something else I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of people in wheel like, I ain't even going to say in wheelchairs. Not a lot of people in the world have kids that are accept, accepting to the fact of, oh, my mom's in the chair. Or, oh, my mom is blind. Or my mom is this or my mom is that. Yeah. And then they also go based off how they was taught. Yep, it is hard because it's like little kids because they'll start. That little kids are curious. They'll stare or like some some of them come jump on your trail and stuff. And I done had to kick a few kids off my trail. Like, baby, this ain't no toy. Move. 
and I'll be looking like, where is your mama? But it and that goes to parenting too, because parents, so many parents don't teach their children or make it normal. And that kind of I don't like that, especially because I know there are other children out there with some type of handy capability. And Girl, you just you just touched my heart when you said that. Mm-hmm. Even Girl, you know, not, you know my daughter. My daughter yeah. that's my heart, my soul, my everything, my first. Believe me, I, I was scared. When I first heard her, I kept debating and, and crying and mm-hmm. and stretched out and wondering like what if this, what if that? Believe it or not, I wasn't scared, like as far as okay, she gon she gonna have what I have and that's gonna be hard or that's gonna be something I can't deal with. No, mm-hmm. I never thought that. But I was a little worried because of course I wasn't prepared or I was I never put in my mind where my daughter is gonna be just like me. Right. And I mean she is, and believe it or not, just going off based off what you just said about uh other kids being that way, my daughter is that way and I wish. I wish the uh a few months no way I knew was there a few months ago before before Corona started it was a whole issue with my daughter walking the way she walked mm-hmm. of course she walked through the limp she don't walk like regular people of course duh but well, okay um, can I ask this question really really fast yeah do you mind sharing what it is that y'all have with the audience uh okay. Now, <laughs> this is the, I'm about to give y'all the craziest or probably confusing response to that question <laughs> because it's like, uh, okay, when I, when I was little and going to the appointments with my, my dad and my mom and this and that and the third, I was always thought it was just several palsy. Mm-hmm. But then it will be certain other times I go, they say spinal bifida. Mm. And then in certain other times, they'll say something else. And I just like, well, dang, I must be a robot. I got a lot wrong with me. <laughs> so you never figured out what actually one is, which one is I think I think it's, uh, I believe it was somebody I talked to. I think I was like a teenager during this time. Mm-hmm. And she said, she had said something about cerebral palsy, of course, being a disability, but having so much, is like so much within that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is the spinal bifida or the whatever else they were telling me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of weird because uh, when I had my daughter and, uh, of course, she was going to her appointments or whatever, they will always say, she had spastic paraplegia. So I'm like, is that another symptom or whatever of cerebral palsy? Because clearly, that's what y'all told me, and I'm the one that had her, so I'm trying to get some understanding. Right. So believe it or not, I always tell people we got, she got the same thing I got, to just make it easy. Right. With me, I wouldn't have that same problem because I was 16 and I was in a car wreck and mine is just a, a 
it's not just because it ain't small at all. It affects me a lot in a lot of ways as well. But it's a spinal cord injury. So, but one thing, okay, I have a question because with my injury being a spinal cord injury, I am what I am. It is what it is. I'm not going to get no worse. I might not get no better unless science um, comes out with some stuff, which they've been coming out with a lot of things. I just need to see it tested on some, some other people first before I say, oh, I'll try that. But okay. exactly. Would yours, does yours, is it something that'll get worse over time? Is it, is it, it is what it is? Um, like, is it going to be what it's going to be like right now? Is it permanently just like this or what? To be honest, I like to give you the most definite answer. I would say it's just what it is. Okay. I mean, of course, with age, you're going to get older and yeah. it's going to be stuff that you ain't going to really do no more. Right. But I feel like it's always what it what is going to be like, literally like in to to bag that up when I was a kid, I used to work out a lot. Like yeah. me and my dad, he'd come home from work, we exercise, do our thing. But now that I'm older and I don't have nobody to actually work out with, I'm kind of just limited to upper body strength type thing. Right. So of course my 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 legs and my muscles are probably gonna weaken or or not strong as they was. Right, but I definitely believe it's just cerebral palsy. I don't feel like I don't think it's going to get worse. Okay, good, because that's how I feel. Like I was actually having that conversation today with um my best friend, telling her like, "Yo, we getting older. Like she she's not in the wheelchair. She's part of the walking world." And so I'm just like, "Yeah, I work out." Um. That because I don't want to gain a lot of weight because one these are my my arms are what I have to get me over and stuff. And girl, you gain, say that your arms are literally your everything, legs kind of everything. Yep, this is your everything. So if something happened, you screwed. So I'm like I'm trying. I want to work out a lot. Make sure my muscles are still strong, and two, make sure I'm not gaining any weight. Because I don't want to put any more strain on my body than I have to, especially with me getting older. Facts, yes. And then I definitely want to say that uh, for y'all that don't know me personally or never seen me and uh, Shay's little video on diversity or whatever. On YouTube. Definitely on YouTube, right? And we was actually with what you're talking about. We were actually thinking about doing like a little workout club. So, yeah, tune yeah. in YouTube. Yes, and we'll most definitely come back with times and dates of when we're yes. gonna be doing that. Yeah. Um, showing you how to work out. I will be showing people how to work out because I'm a quad, which means. Because I know some people don't know what a quad is. With spinal cord injuries, there's quad and there's para. Quad means you're paralyzed, paralyzed from the from above the waist down, um, certain levels above the waist down. Paraplegic is you're paralyzed from the waist down. 
So I'm a quadriplegic. I'm paralyzed from the chest down and my fingers are partially paralyzed. So I'm going to be teaching people how to work out with limited body function. And Tia is going to uniquely she, I'm calling you by your real name, girl, my bad. Uniquely she (laughs) is going to teach people how to work out with still having a little bit because she has more body movement than me. So she's going to give you some I'm going to do it with just my body right now. She's and gonna I'll do be it. doing it with the weight. Yes, with workout equipment. So I'm yes. looking forward to this and I'm excited. And even transforming some walking people's videos into, yes. um, okay, this is how the walking world does it. But here, let's transform it into a video for us. This is how people in wheelchair can take that and modify, take that exercise and modify it for themselves. Yes, that's for all my wheelchair peeps out there. I mm-hmm. always say I will because, baby, you can. Yes, yes, it's a mindset. Don't never yes. let nobody tell you what you can't do. It's gonna be plenty of people in this world telling you what you can't do. And that's where your drive and your ambition and your self-love and your worth has to come into play. Know who you are overall. Girl, just think. We'll we'll be doing our videos like we show. Oh girl, I lost 30 pounds. Girl, me too. Right. And I just hold on, because I do want to segue into this off of um that loving yourself and being and that is um that loving yourself and being you no matter what dealing with your emotions because there's a lot of people out here who don't really deal with their emotions they run from them but okay with the wheelchair and stuff like that even in not even a wheelchair but everyday life what are some ways you deal with your emotions Was that a question for me yeah. or for them? I mean, they can oh, answer it okay. too. Well, a lot of ways I, I usually just do what's comfortable for me. Something that usually gets my mind at ease. Mm-hmm. Like, say for instance, we were just talking the other day, and I told you, I said, girl, just turn your TV off and, and listen to this. Check me out real quick. Mm-hmm. And what I do, I turn on my music full blast, yeah. just jamming. Yep. Sitting there jamming. And even if, like, with my kids and knowing, like, our routine we got in, say, for instance, they sleep. Mm-hmm. And I can't really do that. I start, I get my journal, start writing, right. writing ideas, writing how I feel, writing about my day, just any of that. So I, I would strongly suggest. If you are dealing with like depression or just not able to handle your emotions, mm-hmm. baby, just do something to make you comfortable. Do something to make you smile. Right. Because I'm Cause one I believe- of those. I deal with it by finding a way to smile, like watching funny videos. Music is god's gift to me so listening to my music very loudly um laughing at myself watching old videos of myself different things like that but one thing i can say i will not do to and i do have a story about it i will not 
Where, now, where did the hiccups come from all of a doggone sudden? Look at you. <laughs> but one thing I will not do is turn to a bottle or another coping mechanism. Like, I want to cope. I want to deal with my stuff health, in a healthy way. I don't want to have to go to drinking because there are people out here who go to drinking. There are people out here who go to uh, weed. And I don't think we, there's nothing really wrong with having a drink every now and then. I don't think there's nothing wrong with weed because weed ha- has a lot of health factors into it. Um, but other stronger drugs that they can go to as well. And it's like, I don't really want to do that. I want to find a way to love me and be happy with me without having to breach for something else. Now, if I want to have fun and go out, which I, I also strongly believe in, you can have fun without having to have a drink or having to be under the influence of something else. I'm just a naturally fun person, and you are too, because I've hung out with you. Uh, even though it's like virtual because we're in two different states but we've hung out and then soon we'll be in the same state so say that girl say that mm-hmm. it's just like you gotta find for people out there dealing with this stuff you gotta find a healthy way because at the end of the day if you say liquor you turn to the bottle you're trying to drown out what you are going through when that look when you sober up, that issue still gonna be there. So you might as well go on deal with it now, rather than having to look all this time that's done wasted, and you got to look back on life, or you end up turning into an alcoholic or what or a junkie or whatever because you didn't deal with your emotions. Shoot, black community, start going to counseling because people look down on mental health and stuff like we crazy, but it's not crazy to go to counseling. And it's actually getting better and more normalized than uh, it was back in the day, which I am very happy about. Yeah, and I definitely wanted to say to those that are probably doing their own thing with how they deal with life or deal with their problems. I mean, believe it or not, it's a process. It is. It's going to take time to get there mentally, to feel like you where you want your happiness and where you want to be and all that with your bad habits or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't want to shove down nobody's throat that yeah, you got these bad habits and it's not good. Right. I mean, we 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 all have in life period probably yeah. have dealt with something that someone else thought was bad or right. was wrong because of how we deal with. It. Right. But at the end of the day, you live your life. Right. You know what's best for you. Exactly. If you really wanna be at that moment where you feel like you don't need this or you don't need that and it's a better way, you know what you need to do. Like, it, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's easy mm-hmm. and I'm not going to uh-huh. say it's hard. Right. I'm going to say it's a process. It takes time. Yes, which is, that is very, very true. And I, okay, back in the day when I was younger, 
Because, like I said, I was 16 when I ended up in the wheelchair. I didn't really deal with it all that much. I, because I laughed and I talked and I distracted myself. And um, then it was like time for me to go back to high school. And so high school is very distracting. I'm doing homework. I'm in school. I'm with a whole bunch of friends and stuff like that. But when I graduated and it was time for me, now my friends and stuff are not around. Now I have to face my actual issues. So my coping mechanism back then was people, people and distracting myself with them. So, um, when they were no longer around, now I'm getting sad. Now I'm now I'm trying to figure out what is my life? Who am I? Then, after a while, I actually turned to weed and started coping with that. But in the end, I end up, something happened, I end up having to let that go. And it was a big move where I really, it was, I had to deal with myself. I had to go through the process of of accountability, of looking inward, of self-awareness, and dealing with that. And then the things that I did not like about me that I could change, change them. The things that I didn't like about me, accept them and move on and love them, learn to love them about you. And then learn to love your doggone self. Because, and I think that's what the problem was, is I'm running from myself. I'm running from the situation that I was in. and But it's still here. You can't run from it. Because the minute I was sobering up or the minute somebody wasn't around, I was unhappy. And now I'm alone by myself all the time and just be smiling and happy and like, hey, I'm my own vibe and stuff like that. So I think I just, I really do want people because I'm not want to shove nothing down nobody's throat. Everybody does things on their own time. Um, yep. So it, I just, uh, my only wish is that it doesn't have to take something tragic to happen. Or some or something sad to happen or, or something like that for you to finally get your life together. And then I I wanted to add a little piece. With you saying that, I feel like the message of the day is to always love yourself. Yes. And and if you can't find peace or happiness with no one else, no at the end of the day, you're you the only one that literally a hundred percent got your back exactly exactly and you know my motto and my slogan is always like you love you it's girl messing it up it's learn you like you love you enjoy you and be unapologetically you and then i like the one you say all the time too if you don't mind saying it i you guys always like saying be the best you you can always be each and every day because you never know you can be the blessing someone to someone else's journey. Exactly. And I feel like those are two strong, strong quotes to me and two great things to live by. Yep. So I just want people like I wanted to do this one to, you know, 
um encourage people to be the better the best them that they can be and to not you know feel down and stressed and I want them to be encouraged to get up and do things like drive for yourself not drive as in get in the car and drive but be a driven ambitious person and know that everybody goes through something we all do and there is to to tell y'all a little bit of something like for some reason growing up I was always like I would always worry about what the next person had to say about me until I actually realized, like, hold on. You and this body, you got control over what you say. And believe it or not, whatever outcome you want to make or whatever you want to preach, only you can do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And can't nobody, nobody can change you. Only you can. So you might yes. as well just work on yourself. And yes, be there for other people. Um, speak up to other people. That's to me. That's being a real friend. Speaking up when yes. you're seeing something right. Calling and checking on people. And even when the good times are there, be there during the good times, good times and bad times. Can you stand the rain, honey? Uh. You gotta, you can't just pick and, like, yeah, you can pick and choose when you can be there and stuff like that. However, you pick and choose if you only there during it, because you, let me have a look. You gotta, we also have to recognize that there are some people who wanna see us down because they're down. Misery loves company. And there are some people who, who don't want to deal with you when you down and they only around when you happy during the good times. So I want me, my friend circle, I like people who are there during both, who willing to uplift me and I can uplift them, who's willing to be there, I can laugh and talk. You are one of those people I can do that with. Laugh, talk, be serious, be sad. I love it with. And I think that's true, true friendship. And a, a lot of what a lot is lacking in it, and like even if you don't even know having compassion for somebody and what they are going through, we yep. ooh, it's a lot of people that lack compassion these days. And then you you want to know what's funny? Just to bring a little bit of laughter what? To, to the situation, mm-hmm. girl. Tell them about my husband. Sing that little song for me real quick. <laughs> 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. If y'all ain't seen that meme of that dude singing, all he he is going viral off of singing numbers. I don't know what language he, I don't know where he is in the world and what language he speaks, but baby, he know his numbers in English. <laughs> <laughs> that is all he's saying. Every video he is singing some numbers. I don't know if that was the way he learning numbers in English or what, but baby, he's singing his little soul off. 49, 40. Oh, I'm on 50. Oh, 50. 51. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we and just like I said, we hit the hour mark on here. Um, I actually really enjoyed this, and I hope that people got 
a lot out of this? Yeah, most definitely. I feel like, I, believe it or not, girl, girl, I, I very much hope so. I very, very much hope so. Y'all got whatever y'all can get out of this to make y'all a better person or see something a different way or even just get perspective, baby, because I'm telling you. Right. And a good laugh, because I promise you, this one was kind of serious. It was kind of laughter, too. But um, I want to, like, I just, I got a goal to change the world. For the better, yeah. not the worst. I'm not picky. I'm remember, not like, like I always tell you, baby, we can build an empire. Yes, yes, and I'm all about that. Literally, but for y'all that 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 that's rocking with us, if you don't mind, just if you don't mind. Like I, I can't find my hubby. I just keep seeing his video <laughs> But if you can, hey, send me a location, a number, an address. I'm telling you. Yes, that is my baby, <laughs> and I share his stuff all the time, all just the time. because that's the only way you gonna know it's real. So where can people find you? Either YouTube, of course, uniquely she. All of my social medias is literally uniquely she. Pinpoint. Same here. All my social medias are Shay Speaks. It's S H A E Speaks. A lot of people spell my name wrong. Like you can find me yeah, YouTube, but... um, Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram. Yep. And though he may sing a lot, and y'all might get a little irritated or whatever, but that's my hubby, and I need him to keep making me laugh. So please, <laughs> if you don't mind, just take the time out to see if you can find him. That's Somebody all find I need. That man for her. If y'all yes. seen the video, this man singing, and you know who he is, start tagging him in some stuff and sending him over on, on over to her page now. <laughs> oh, but yes, it was. It was very confident, very motivated. I lo- I loved, uh, definitely most loved being on this podcast. It really made me see things a lot different as far as not just what we go through, mm-hmm. but seeing in the eyes of people that are not like us and don't see our day-to-day. Right. So by any means, baby, come back. We got a lot more to talk uh, about. Yes. Especially because life goes on, honey. So there's going to be plenty yeah. more things we can come up with, talk about. And if y'all have any questions or anything y'all want to hear us talk about, wheelchair or a handicapable life or not, just everyday life, period, follow us on our social media outlets and DM us and let us know what y'all want to hear from us. Uh, I love yeah. even even if you just want to say something to us go ahead we love getting comments and feedback and all of that and i just want to say thank you for listening please like share comment and subscribe to our channel or should i say channels because we got big things popping and doing a lot over here 
enjoy y'all night or, or morning or else have a good morning. Yeah. And I'll 